Welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast, where two work from home entrepreneurs who are laughing their way through life, parenthood, and owning creative businesses. I'm Katie Day, a photographer, comedy writer, and performer, and mom of four. And I'm Shaylee Murphy, a video producer, interior designer, and mom of one. Guys, you know it's hard billing your clients and then dealing with numbers and money and taxes and bookkeeping, but FreshBooks can help you. I promise there's a better way to bill your clients and to manage your books, and that is FreshBooks. FreshBooks has so many powerful features for the small business owner and really is crafted to help creatives in everything that we do. You can log every hour with a time tracking feature that they have inside of FreshBooks so you don't have to pay like $30 a month for some other random app that tracks your hours and then put that into your bookkeeping software. It does it all in one. FreshBooks is offering our listeners a 30-day unrestricted free trial. So to claim it, just go to freshbooks.com SK and enter the code Shaylee and Katie in the how did you hear about us section. So help support the podcast and go check out FreshBooks for free. It's a win-win. And your books will thank you, or your CPA will thank you, or TurboTax, or whoever. Whoever has to deal with you at the end of the year as a creative entrepreneur will thank you. Fresh books. Your brain will thank you. You ready? Are you feeling relaxed like you're on an international flight right now? If I was on an international flight, I would probably not be very relaxed. Why? They're the best. Are they? Oh, man. You've been on one. Yeah. Movie, 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 nap, movie, movie, eat, there. Um, movie, movie, take a sleeping pill for the first time in your life. It doesn't work. You're really groggy. You're confused. Uh-huh. You have regret. You're not <laughs> refreshed. Your life decisions. You don't, you're not asleep or awake. You haven't brushed your teeth in three days, mm-hmm. and then you're there. Yep. International travel. Well, guess Welcome what? Welcome back to Shaylee Katie, the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Boom! This is your captain speaking, Shaylee. <laughs> yes. And she is going to... Um, oh, I'm, I'm the captain. Okay. She's going to navigate us... Through some tips and tricks on international travel, so please put your Get excited. Uh, uh, your oxygen uh, mask on first. <laughs> uh, please put your tray tables up in their upright position and uh, buckle your seatbelts. Sit up uncomfortably straight. This is a no smoking podcast, so no vaping either. No vaping during this episode. <clears throat> we have no way to enforce these rules. No, I mean, you're killing yourself, but go for it. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Live your life. Ah, okay. So Katie kind of of introed this, uh, my flight attendant, my co my co-pilot of this episode, but this episode is about international travel. International travel. So get excited. But first we have to thank our fake sponsor. Our fake sponsor. Um this episode, this episode is brought to you by Airport, Airport Food. food. Oh, you like know the food in the terminal? Yeah, not like the plain food. This is like another level. Like the oh. terminal food. Airplane food's like meh. But, like, it's free. Okay, I have this thing where I'm actually weirdly excited to eat at Terminals. Well, it's because it's the only good thing happening in your day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I know you're going to be $13, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. If you're traveling for work, it makes it better. Yeah, I guess so. That's but, true. yeah, no matter what you if do, you you're like, business, I'm just going to get, can I get a side salad and, like, a cup of tap water? And they're like, that will be $14. And you're like, okay. Uh, what? Here it is. Haven't. <laughs> Kids, we're all eating mommy's salad today. Um, okay, so airport food. We need a couple of tags for them. Airplane food. $9 macaroni salad, anyone? Oh. $7 grapes in a like cup. <laughs> anyone want to get a cinnamon roll out of any machine? <laughs> the size of your head. Thanks, airplane food. Okay. Airport food. Not airplane food. Ah. Oh. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Um, okay, so that was a good, that was a, a slow burn uh, for the intro here. So, I was going to say everyone travels a lot. That's not true. Not everyone travels a lot. <laughs> everyone has a basement. Um, everybody has a spare bedroom. Wow, that was a callback I know, I'm to likeable. Like episode really four. Go back and listen to Shaylee just generalizing the whole world <laughs> like herself. Um, I was like, and then you just put all your extra stuff in your spare bedroom. And you're like, really? Tell me about that. What's that What's like? What's that? What's the word what sphere? is an extra bedroom like? I have a lot of children. Okay, so basically this episode's about international travel specifically. So we've oh. talked about trips with kids. We've talked about airplane rides with children on other travel episodes. But this one's specifically going to be about going traveling an ocean? internationally Ooh. or across a country. You know, there is Canada and Mexico. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so we actually have... 
a lot of international listeners by some weird I don't know how they're finding us. I but love you guys. I want to learn <laughs> we have more a heat about map. you. I want, I want the backstory of yeah how you found us and why you listened. We have a few people who are like, oh, I teach over in Korea and listen to you. But we, we have like, I mean, there's a lot of English speaking countries like the UK and Australia are strong. But then there's like Germany and like South Korea and like Japan and South America. And I'm yeah. like, do you what? I what? want to meet you guys. Can we come visit you? We'll come visit you on our, after we learn all of our tips. If from you guys me. email us, email us, and you sound cool, and then buy us a ticket and uh, organize childcare, and we'll split these. We'll have these with you. We'll come to Japan and we'll record an episode. Yes. I don't know if this applies for other people traveling to America as well, but probably, right? It would probably be the same for international travel if someone was coming like to visit America. Yeah, probably. Right? There's a few things that won't apply, but you'll know what they are. Okay, so. It can be scary sometimes knowing where to start because I've talked to people. We travel a lot for work, I will say, Jonathan and I doing video production. So we kind of were, I had taken some college trips traveling first to a couple different countries when I was in college. And then um, Jonathan and I traveled a lot for work. And so that kind of sped up our number of countries we'd visited and that kind of got us onto it. And so How then- are you at? I'm around 20, almost, wow. and Jonathan's, like, pushing 30. How many countries are there? Like, 200 and some. I mean, that's right? pretty amazing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 10% And of most the of those aren't, like, hopping around Europe, because if you, like, hit Europe for a couple weeks, you can hit, like, seven countries. You yeah. can just drive through them all. So we've done that once, but, yeah. yeah. A lot of them are for work, but it's it's been fun, and I've valued it as something. I think that it helps shape your... Um, Worldview, world literally, yeah. and it helps you. I don't know. It's it's weird when you're in somewhere that seems so like foreign, and you're driving around, and you're like, it feels just like Arizona or Montana, or you can. I mean, the United States is so vast that you can usually pick a place in the U.S. that uh-huh. every place feels kind of like. But you just realize, like, oh, it's the same Earth and the same Sun and the same Moon. It just seems Aww. so foreign when you see it. On TV or in a weird book or something. I don't know. Yeah, and all the people are so similar. I think that's what well, just people. I found. Every, people are people. Um, unless you're the annoying American, and then they're not probably going to be nice to you. So we'll talk about that. Are you talking to your, too. yourself? Um, just all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Myself included. I'm an over-apologizer, so hopefully they don't hate me too much. Okay, so all of that to say, especially in the world of Instagram... You're seeing all of these. Well, first of all, everyone's been to Iceland, and so there's there's that. But then there's also just, you know, these travel bloggers that are going to these, like, luxurious places, and you're like, how does that even happen? And then you, like, maybe look into it a little bit, and then you get stressed out. The Internet's huge, and then you end up going to Florida again, which is fine. There's right. nothing wrong with Florida. I love Florida. But I don't know. It's a... I'm just all for you'll never have enough money to do it, but spending money on experiences... Instead of like a really expensive couch, where I'm like, if you're gonna blow, right. you know, two to five thousand dollars, you could probably do an international trip instead of just buying a really nice leather couch. Yeah. And if that, if you're not in the market to spend any thousands of dollars, then go to Iceland. Yeah, go to, go to Iceland on Wow Air. Yeah. Um, or yeah, or get a credit card for flyer miles. All things we're gonna cover. So that was my little spiel for the beginning. So this That's is cool. going to hopefully be encouraging to you. Yeah. To just. Do it. Go for so, it. So go for it. Um, some questions I've written down. Do I need a travel agent? If you're a travel agent listening, cover your ears. Because I, I said it's totally up to you, but I'm a firm believer that you don't need uh-huh. a travel agent. There are certain countries that could be sensitive to travel to. If you really want to go to like, I don't even want to say them because they could be listening. We have like 100 countries listening. <laughs> If you want to go to like a war-torn area that is sensitive to like Americans coming in and out or wherever you're from, then maybe if there's like an agency or someone who you need someone on the ground to meet you or like that is not going to be usually a place you're going on vacation. Um, So there are times, or if you're coordinating 40 choir students from your college or something, then yeah, maybe a travel agent. Um, But if it's like you and your husband or a family or you're going with like a couple friends from college or whatever... 
I don't think you need a travel agent with the World Wide Web that we have. We have pretty much access to anything, um, and we've done everything without them unless it's some sort of, like, you know, if it's for a client and it's somewhere weird or we're going, like, to film a big group, sometimes that's all taken care of for work. Let's be honest, though. You're not an ordinary person. Well, but that's what this is about, right? I'm yeah. going to teach you. She's you don't need an skills. agent. Well, and you're paying more for that. Right. You're paying for the travel agent. They're not working for free because they're good people. They are good people, but <laughs> it's their job, right? <sighs> you're paying clarify. You're paying them for a service that you could do yourself if you wanted to save money. Yep. So where do you go and how long do you stay? So this is, this is a big one. Um, my parents, I finally talked into going to New Zealand. They're going to New Zealand on a trip. Mm. I'm like, you're in your sixties. Like you don't wait until you're 80 cause you don't want to plan it. And then all of a sudden you're like, and they've never been too old. They have, they've been on, um, Mexico. If that counts as international for people in America, I mean, it counts, but we've gone to Mexico a lot. And then, um, it's like not over the ocean overseas, I suppose. And then they went to Africa on like a trip my dad won for work or something. But they were all organized. They've right. never just like gone, like planned it. Okay. Um, so I would Google pros and cons. So if you're a couple or I'm going to say couple for the sake of this episode, but just read into it. However, if you want to travel on your own with a group of friends, whatever. Um, so figure out what you guys like doing first. Instead of just doing, trying to replicate a vacation that you've seen someone else take Mm. or a trip that you've seen someone else take. So if you're the type that doesn't enjoy outdoors or driving and everyone's going to Iceland, like maybe don't go or like look into like, what are the options? Are you just going to go sit in a spa the whole time? Because it may not be worth going to Iceland for that because Iceland, you're going to want to see the outdoors, stay up overnight so you can see the Northern Lights or it's, you know, they're all the time. Um, So... Figure out what, what your goals are in going would be first. Okay. Do, is, do you want to relax? Do you want it to be adventurous? You know, are you going on a honeymoon? Because you're going to be worn out. You may not want to go on a self-driving tour through... Where are they going to be worn out? 12 countries. From planning the wedding, oh, Catherine. I see. Uh-huh. Exactly. That's what it was. That's yes. From planning the wedding. Um, now I'm all nervous. I'm just making you are making me so uncomfortable. Thank you. They can see. Um, (laughs) but it's also, it could be stressful if you're newly married and like, it's the, you're figuring out how to like do life with this person. This is my advice to, to my brother. Like don't, maybe don't do like the whole Europe thing where you're figuring out the currency exchange right. and driving through borders and getting stuck in traffic. Jonathan and I did that, but we've been married almost 10 years. Right. So for, we're used to it. It's not a point of contention. We've been married long enough to where we can work through things like that instead of, I mean, it could turn into like a knockdown drag out and bring out the worst in you. And you're like, this is so stressful. This isn't even vacation. Go somewhere and lay on the beach the whole time. Right. If that's what you want to do and you can do that and various exotic places. So figure out what you want to do. Kind of Google around. Are there places on your bucket list, places you've always wanted to go? So then start um, researching and weigh the pros and cons of each and the time of year that you're wanting to go. Mm -hmm. You may want to go to New Zealand or want to go to wherever. um, Let's say Paris. Iceland, Paris, wherever. And then you realize like, oh, it's going to be like under 60 degrees the whole time, and I don't want to wear a coat because I'm from a cold area or whatever. Um, But on the flip side of that, you might realize winter in New Zealand, which is when we went, is like our, like, spring. Mm. (laughs) You know, it's not even that cold. Like, I wore, like, a jacket, and there were times, like, I brought a little sock hat, but it was, like, fine. We didn't care to lay out on the beach the whole time. There were still places that were warm, and we drove all over and were there a really long time, three and a half weeks. Um, But there was no tourism there because it was their winter. Oh, nice. So we were there from the end of their winter to the beginning of spring. And there were so many tours that we did that we were the only two on the tour. So it was basically like a private tour. Um, Nowhere was packed. Nowhere was, it was just the most calm trip ever because we were there in the winter, but on the plane over, everyone was from like Australia and they're like, you're, it's winter there. Why are you going there? And we're like, <laughs> I don't know why we're going there. And then we're like, have we made a horrible mistake? Oh, right. Like, have we made a horrible, they're all like, why are you going in the winter? And we were like, I don't know. We Googled it. We're going for three and a half weeks. Don't burst my bubble. Um, but it ended up being great. Um, and so that's just something 
just know know that and know that some places in the northern hemisphere way up north like it's dark all but four hours a day right during certain times of the year so just google it so you have like a good lay of the land if you're going to see the northern lights they're only going to be there you know three to six months of the year or whatever right. depending on where you're at um then okay so once you you find a place so you said paris yeah okay so like let's say you just you decide paris you decide when you're able to go fits in the time frame of what some people like to go in the busy tourist time or the kids are out of school or whatever and some people like to go and they're old people like Jonathan and I and we want to go and no one's there and we right. don't care that it's chilly because we're hermits kind right. of extroverted hermit um, <laughs> that describes us together um, and so then what I do and this is what I did with New Zealand and with Europe when we went to Switzerland and drove all over I google self-drive tours so if you're a self-drive tour organizer Close, Close your ears. ears. Um, <laughs> I search them and I look up tours. Right. For, and it started innocently, and now I do it like as like a, a thing. Like as a right, tactic. right. It's in my it's my tip. Um, but I Google a self drive tour and I look at it, and it's like you can do a two week self drive tour, you can do a three week, you can do a seven day. And so I look at all the different options. I look at where they're going and think, hmm, those must be the popular areas. Right. Then I Google all the popular areas that are in the fourteen day self drive tour. Let's say there's a 14-day one, and I want to go for nine days. I Google them all and say, hmm, what places look interesting out of that and what places don't? Right. I write down the ones that do or don't, and then I research on my own and figure what other place We wanted to do the Lord of the Rings tour. We want to go to the Shire. Yeah. Um, so I found that you can do a whole Lord of the Rings self-drive tour, which to me is too much. If you're wearing <laughs> a Frodo Baggins cape right now, like, you close know. Close your ears. Close your ears. <laughs> um, so, but you can you can pick and choose. So instead of getting like a pre-made something that they think you want and then being stuck on a schedule, right. you can organize it based on what you want to do. Which it's is self-drive tour anyway, so what were you paying for? They they like book your hotels. Oh, okay. But then it's like you have to be at like certain places. So they book your hotels and like tours and then they tell you like it's like day two and three, you drive here and you, and then they take care of your car. Oh, I'm sure they, yeah. I mean, it could be great. I've never actually done one. I've just used their itineraries. Um, but I, I did deconstruct the itinerary a lot. Um, so, and then I go through and then I do hotels when we went to, so I'm talking about, so two specific vacations, we went to New Zealand for three and a half weeks and we went to the pre-kids. And then when I was 30 weeks pregnant, we went to Switzerland and drove yeah. all over to countries around there, into Austria, Germany, Italy, France, and then back to Switzerland, all over the place um, for like two weeks-ish, two and a half. And so those were kind of the two where it was like, just for us, we planned it, I planned it. Switzerland, we booked all the hotels like a week before? No way. Two weeks before? Yeah. Because I'd done it. So then it was like, not stressful, because I'm like, Whatever. I'll book it. There was one place we thought, like, will we get murdered? And it ended up being one of our favorite places that we booked. Um, it was like, a cabin in the woods in Austria. Where is it by? Nothing. Like, oh, we just meet a man at the grocery store, and he gives us a key, and we have to bring cash, you know. But it ended up being, I mean, it was, like, one of our favorite places of the whole thing. So, um, anyway, okay, so that's my next tip on where to go and how long to stay. Once you find it, figure out what part you want to go to where you have to fly into, and how many things you want to do while you're there. Mm -hmm. So my tip for that is look up a self-drive tour. Um, but then research. We don't like to be in big cities. So we usually fly into big cities and immediately that same night drive out of town. Huh. We get the car and we're out. So we don't ever want to be in the Auckland of New Zealand. Sorry if you're from Auckland. <laughs> Close your ears. Um, and, Unless and, you but, guys are going to put us up on your couch. Right. But there's nothing wrong with Auckland. Like I wouldn't want to spend a whole vacation inside Las Vegas, I would want to drive out to the national parks, that type of thing. Um, and part of that's probably because we do video. And, and, and all cities kind of have the same feel. So if I'm in, like, a beautiful country, I don't want to spend the whole time in a big city. I want, I mean, maybe a couple days if you want. But I like to kind of go out and see the countryside and the driving and all that kind of thing. Um, so I would book hotels and activities last. We actually usually don't book activities first, um, even while we're... Here, we usually book all the activities that we want to do there because they can change so much. So 
I mean, if you're just, you could just be looking at who pays the most for like SEO and ads on Google and that's the one right. tour that you find once you get there. Or you might get there and then there's like a whole other place you want to go and you can always, depending on where you're booking, if you're booking a hotel or you're booking Airbnb or whatever, you could switch that if you wanted to or if you've booked all this activities every single day, leave a little bit of breathing room. Right. If you're a true renegade, rent a camper van mm-hmm. and just don't even have a schedule. I wish I could do that, but I can't. Um, I always have, I, I just, I just want to know where we're landing and when, and then everything in between can be fly by the seat of our pants, but I want to know. And then three, we're going to fly by the seat of our pants for three days. And then we're going to drive to this place and stay here. And we've already booked it. And then we're going to fly by the seat of our pants for two days. And then we're going to drive to this place. Um, so all that to say, did that, is that helpful? Okay. Um, so activities, those usually change kind of while you're there. Um, a good example of this was, well, this kind of gets down to, <laughs> I'll touch on this again in another, another section, but figuring out kind of where you're going. There was one hotel that I looked at Milford sound in the South part of New Zealand is like one of the seven wonders of the world or whatever. It's mm-hmm. beautiful fjord. Yeah. Anyway, like opens up into the ocean. It's very magical. Um, and anyway, we, we thought we were staying in the closest town to it. So when we looked up, staying in Milford Sound, like all these hotels popped up. Well, they were all in Queenstown, which we're like, okay, yeah, it's just right there. Five hours away. Uh, so we got there and we're like, wait, five, five hours? That's not like a pop down there for a day and pop back and you could fly there. They had like these little tours that would fly there, but they were real expensive. So we ended up canceling. We were supposed to stay somewhere three nights. We canceled two nights, stayed there one night. And then there was this little lodge. There's the only place to stay. There was one restaurant, one place to stay, campground that also had little lodges. Inside, it wasn't even really a city. The only people who lived there were the people who worked the park. You weren't allowed to live there. Um, inside Milford Sound that they told us about when we were like, hey, we thought we would right. be close to this place. Um, and so we booked two nights there and it was one of our favorite places we stayed and it was really like modern and cool and like on this campgroundy place. And we went to the one restaurant every night and whatever. Um, but we would have never known about that. I feel like my heart hurts. I'm sorry. Is this, is this I want to go. I want to go to there. I want to go to there. Uh, we'll all reminisce because I've traveled a lot less since tears last years. Um, but it was, it was fluid and we kind of kept it open-ended. Um, so that kind of gets to transportation. I'm talking about driving a lot. Okay, so we're going to start with air travel. Okay. Booking flights. So you know where you want to go. You know about where-ish you want to go. Mm-hmm. So keep like a, a working document of places. So usually what I do is just pull up a Google Doc and I, I make like my, my first brain dump of all of the places I want to see in Switzerland or wherever. And all the countries I want to go and all the fun stuff I found from researching. And then you kind of boil it down to what, based on the time frame and how much time you have to be there, what you want to spend, and you don't want to jam it too full. So then you kind of start uh, editing it down. So air travel, there there might be, um, if you can fly, if you're wanting to kind of do the driving thing, and you can fly into one place and leave out of another, mm-hmm. Um, that saves you time because you're not having to make a circle right. and circle back. So like New Zealand, we flew into the north of the north and flew out of the south of the south. So we just drove down all of it. And then we flew. And if you fly on flights, um, if you're getting over there, then flying within Europe, Europe to Europe, or you're flying New Zealand to New Zealand, um, it's way cheaper. It's like like 150 right. bucks or something per person. I think it was like 250 for total for right. both of us. And there was no security. We just like walked our bags in all the way to the gate, like a bus stop. Like we were like, <laughs> where's the things? This feels awesome and bad at the same time. <laughs> um, and so we just, we flew from the North to the South Island. So um, kind of figuring out what way you want to go if you're using frequent flyer miles. So we went to New Zealand on frequent flyer miles. If you are a business um, that you're buying stuff or you're having to buy travel for a client and then they're reimbursing you, put it on a, a card, a credit right. card, especially if it's for business, not saying everyone buy credit cards and buy all this stuff with it. But anytime, like there's certain things, obviously you can't put on credit cards, but anytime you're 
buying something, let's say you have $2,000 in your business account mm -hmm. and you're going to buy a camera, not, I mean, if you only had 2000 but let's say you have $5,000 in a business account and you're buying a camera for 2000 and you're like, awesome, I have that money, that money's in my business account, I'm going to buy it. Well, don't. Buy it on a credit card and then turn around and literally pay it right off right. with that 2000 So only, don't use the credit card like cash you don't have necessarily because right. then you're paying interest. But that's a way that you can save miles to go on trips. Um, also, there's some credit cards. Our friend Michelle posts about that one where she basically used it for six months for personal expenses and got a trip to Budapest, like paid for on a credit card. She must points. buy more than I do. She buys, there's a lot of plants. She buys a lot of plants. Um, <laughs> Budapest number of plants. Um, but I think she has an affiliate code too where people can. I think she does. I don't know what it is. Yeah. We won't link hers. We'll sign up before this airs and then we'll link ours. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, but there, yeah, there is, there is one of those. Um, we'll, we'll put, if we figured it out by the time this airs, there will be, there will be a link in the show notes. Um, but that's, that's one way to get miles. So just researching like a credit card, different ways, different creative ways, if you don't have the money to pay for it. And also if you can figure out how to get to like New York, wow, air flies to Iceland for like hundreds of dollars. I know. I don't get like it. Like $300. So it's not you far. It costs to fly from Iceland to like Europe. Less? Uh, I don't know. Iceland's here? small as far... Like, I think it's kind of like, um, depending on how many flights go in and out, it yeah. could be more expensive. I don't know. Yeah. You can find Europe flights cheap. It's just hard when you live in, like, Springfield, and our airport has to have multiple stops to get everywhere. We have to go to a bigger city before we go out right. of the country. But um, anyway, so there's little loopholes like that. There was one time we took... We were in Africa for a work job... And our plane stopped in Rome to refuel and then was going on. And so we had a travel agent because we were booking through a big group that was weird shooting a documentary and there were a bunch of people there. And we were like, what would it cost if we just got off when it was refueling? And uh, she was like, yeah, like $200 to change your return flight. Uh -huh. And we're like, could we stay for like five days? And she's like, eight days. It'd be eight days. And we were like, Okay. I'm like, we don't have any money. It was a while. It was like 2011-ish. And we're like, we can't afford to take a vacation to Rome. But we can wander around and not do a lot for eight days for $200. So let's do it. Did you have to stay somewhere there? Yeah, we did. I mean, we spent money. Right. We just like tried to spend as little as possible. Right. Definitely, probably, I mean, eight nights somewhere is going to be. Well, I think we stayed some places that were less than 100 a night. Uh -huh. So, I mean, we probably spent another $1,000 or 1500 by the time we, like, ate food right. and such. Most of the places had breakfast included. So, I mean, we didn't we didn't rent a car. Uh -huh. um, there was a lot of walking and sweating. It was August. Um, there, it's, a fun, it's a funny trip when we, we talk about it. So, we didn't do... <laughs> I was telling Katie, we're going to talk about cheap, cheap ways to do it at the end. This is a cheap way to do it. Um, we didn't see anything. We didn't go in. We went into basically just the free places... And then we, uh, we would like see the statue of David and they're like, that's not the real one. That's the real one. But you have to pay the entrance fee to the museum. And we thought this will probably be the only time in our life. Nope. We'll just see the fake one. Like, <laughs> we, uh, I don't want to pay $20 a person to go in there. It probably and, looks similar. Real. I'm sure they replicated it. Right. This is where the real one stood for all those years. So, um, <laughs> no, I mean, there, there were things we spent money on, but we didn't like, you know, lavishly do it. Cause right. it was just like a, it was an opportunity that we took. To get to go to Italy and see yeah. all these, you know, the col we went in the Colosseum and certain things. Um, anyway, okay, so where do you go? How long do you stay? So transportation, airfare, how you get there. International flights are not that scary. If you've been on a flight that's like four to six hours, it doesn't feel that much different. I went to China and it was like the longest flight that you can have. Basically, it's like 16 hours or something. And it's movies. You can watch. If you've been on a little cruddy plane flying from a city to a city, those are not the same planes that right. take you overseas. So I would not want to be on a 12-hour flight on a little bitty airplane that's like one seater and then two seats, uh -huh. that would be miserable. But those aren't the kind of planes. They're more luxurious, the planes that are going. Everyone has their own little headphone and speakers. There's a tiny bit more room, I think. They feed you a lot more. Uh -huh. um, I would try to not get on the middle of the middle because I've done that and that's not fun between two strangers. Um, but it's basically like you watch two movies. This is what I tell people. You watch two movies, four hours. You take a nap. You wake up and you eat, and then you watch two movies, and then you mm -hmm. take a nap, 
you wake up and eat, and then you watch two movies, and then you're there. <laughs> but there's always, like, you know, movies that you wanted to see, or, like, chick totally. flicks that you're like, these are probably, like, not that great of movies that right. I wouldn't normally just, like, spend two hours of my time on, but, like, all I got is hours of time right now. Yeah. Unless you want to do something productive, you could probably write a whole novel while yeah, you're Yeah, or you could it. read an entire book. <laughs> You could listen to all of our podcast episodes. Oh my gosh, I wonder if that's true. Um, I don't know, 80 hours. Nope. (laughs) 80 hours. Some of them are shorter. Um, Anyway, so that's kind of uh, the flight side of things. Car, rental car versus no rental car. So I will say we love having a rental car. Every time we've gone to a place and we've, like, thought about it beforehand and we're like, I don't know, should we? Um, Switzerland was one. Switzerland is a country. Um, is very, they're very green and it's awesome and they're really into public transportation. And everywhere I saw was like, there's no reason to rent a car in Switzerland. Don't do it. Like, there's, you can get trains everywhere. A lot of the cities you can't even have cars because they're up on mountains and like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I've never gone without renting a car. I'll say we rented one and we're so happy that we had one. And we even stayed three or four nights in a place with you couldn't even take your car. It's like up the side of a mountain. So you parked it in this little parking lot and you had to pay to keep it there. But we like left stuff in the car. It turns into like your little hotel room mm-hmm. away from hotel. And so, you know, you have your little, little, uh, stuff or the stuff that's not you know you're not gonna die if it gets stolen you can leave it in there you don't have to take it all with you um or like shoes or like if you have I don't know coats or whatever you can just kind of leave it in the car and then you're completely in control if you're hopping over international borders you just drive your car through it's just we're it's like I don't know a security thing but not even like safety but secure like we're in control of what we're doing yeah I don't have to worry about if the last train's at 10 and we didn't make it back right um so I'm a strong, like, I don't know, little cheerleader for rent-a-car because we've never regretted it. Um, but you also don't, you're not, like, in big cities for very long. No, say. we're not in big cities for very long. Now, in Rome, when we were in Rome and we went to, like, Florence and all of those places, we just took trains mm-hmm. to cities and then we would, like, walk or take a taxi and then would, like, just wander around or take a bus tour um, it's just harder. And then what happens is you're like, oh, we, we don't have to pay for a taxi, do we? If it's only like 12 blocks and then you get lost and then you're like wandering and that can still happen in a car, but it's like more comfortable to get lost in a car than with a bunch of luggage. Because what you have to remember is every time you go anywhere, you have your luggage with you if right. you're hopping from place to place, right. um, which in a car, it's just easier. So it's doable without depending on where you're going and where you want to visit. Uh If you're wanting to drive out of the cities in the countryside and everything like we do, which we love just like driving. Guys, New Zealand is my favorite place I've ever been. You can tell your passion shines. so passionate. But it's like, it's so, it's just amazing. And around every single corner you drive and you're like, what? Am I in a movie? Let's stop. And then you stop and then we would film time lapses, which force you to kind of take it in. And then we would like drive and be like, what? Let's stop. And so everywhere takes you a lot longer, but it's just, it's nice to, to not be on a schedule or be on a train or whatever where you're like, that's beautiful, I wish I could stop, and then you can't. So you're just in control in a car. Um, how do I know? Where in America does New Zealand look like? Everywhere. Okay, New Zealand is a mix between Hawaii, okay. Montana. These are the places that I've been that it looks like to me. I've not been to Hawaii, but I've seen pictures. But it's like tropical like mm-hmm. Hawaii. There's mountainous big tree areas like Montana. Then there's beachy blue water places like our oceans, like in Florida, Mm -hmm. Gulf area. And then there's um, just like beautiful, gorgeous rolling hills with sheep all over that I don't even know where anywhere in America looks like that. Hmm. Like the Shire. It's beautiful. But it's all in one. And I also say everyone in New Zealand is so friendly. And they speak English. So coming from an English-speaking country, that just makes it easier right. just for language barrier reasons if you get lost we had no cell phone service for three and a half weeks so mm-hmm. i printed off google maps nice and we mapped it we mapped it all over the country and we did get lost a few times but everyone was really nice um we stayed at random like airbnbs through everywhere so we were always like staying with like random people and there were a few times i had to like make a phone call and we didn't have like a data plan so i don't remember what that cost but um yeah, we drove all over Tarnation. But everyone was nice, and it's, like, old school. Like, just ask someone how to get somewhere. Hmm. 
there's tourist people that, and we did fun things. Like, how much is that airplane ride on the glacier? And they were like, $500. And we were like, whoa, never mind. And they're like, but if you can make it in 10 minutes, we'll do it for 200. And we're like, where is it? And they're like, it's about eight minutes away. And so we like ran and hopped in the car and like, we're like, don't tell our parents because they'll be scared. We'll tell them when we're done. And like hopped in a plane that was already, so there's like fun little things you can do that if you just kind of, you know don't have kids then you can just do it forever no just kidding (laughs) um so okay so those good questions um how do I plan what to do or not okay I kind of said this at the beginning but start asking the question what do we like to do flying on an airplane on a glacier makes you want to vomit and you want to lay at the beach go to and you're wanting to travel internationally you know you can go to South America or Mexico or somewhere in Spain that's just known for beaches Mm -hmm. and beautiful things so you're still getting the cultural feel New Zealand has beaches Australia um go somewhere that has like the cultural feel of being outside of your normal bubble of the place that you grew up and living um but has what you like right let's say you don't want to hop around the thought of driving from one place to another and repacking and unpacking you only have seven days and you have to be back um go somewhere that's awesome that you can do all sorts of different things and hiking and skiing or laying or spa or whatever for seven days without moving. So figure out what you like to do and then find out a place that is going to be the best for that. Now I will say Jonathan and I are not extreme sports hikers, eat bugs, sleep in tents, outdoor people. We like like three hour hikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Four hour hikes. Nothing all day. Like, I don't right. want to miss more than one meal on a hike. Right. Um, so we like the, like, day trippy things. Yeah. Um, but we, like, really enjoyed Switzerland and New Zealand and Europe without being, like, super ski outdoorsy. So See, you I may. Like cities. And I, I like that, like, we got to stay in one spot in Paris and for seven days. And there was, I mean, tons that we... Right. Left on the table. If you're going like, somewhere like no... Paris, there's no way you can even see it in seven days. Right. So that's kind of like a, if you do like cities, you don't have to hop really to see something brand new every single day. Mm-hmm. So and it's easier day. to travel from one to the other because all this, the trains are going to take you from one city right. to the next. So that would be, I mean, yeah. Ask yourself, what do we like? Right. If it's cities and you want to see the art museums and all the right. historical things, go there. I would say that's the other thing about if you're from America is it's really fun to see the stuff you've read about in history books. And then you're like, all of this is more than 200 years old. All of it. Everything I'm seeing. Right. We have like Boston, which is kind of like our, as close as we get is right. how I feel. Um, but it's just fun to see all of the history everywhere. Yeah. Germany. Oh. I was an art Churches. history minor and the Louvre was my bucket list and we spent <sighs> all day. Like, a, mm. like 12 hours. Like open to close. Mm-hmm. It was delightful. We went to the Vatican, and it was Jonathan's dream to see like the catacombs or whatever, like the underneath part with all like the bones. Bones, and I got sick, I and I had to it. sit down. I felt like I was gonna throw up, and I sat down, and they go, "No sitting," I and hated so I had it. to stand up. Okay, I had, like, okay. Was really? Panicking. Well, I'm glad I didn't go. I was sick, and he never. He's like, "We'll never be back here." Oh, I thought you meant you got sick in the catacombs. No, I got sick, and we couldn't go down to see them. Oh. I got sick, and I just kept wanting to sit. And I was a tourist. If you go to the Vatican, your shoulders have to be covered. Oh. And your knees have to be covered. My knees were borderline because I had on, like, those, sh- like, legging jogging shorts that I, like, pulled down kind of over my knees. And then I had on sleeveless. And so I had to buy, like, a very expensive scarf that the people were, like, exploiting, like, oh, dumb gosh. tourists. And I had to, like, drape it over my shoulders. And then I got sick because it was so hot. And all oh. he wanted to do was go see. And we were waiting for our turn. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm sick. And they kept going, no sitting. And all I wanted to do was just sit on that marble floor. Anyway, side note, tangent. At least you didn't puke. I didn't. I did later that night. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was just heat. I don't know. Um, Okay, so, but whatever you're doing, are there kids going with you? That's a big one. Um, What are your kids like and what do they like to do? So maybe don't hop all over the place and do fun car trips. A A road trip with a child is very different than without a child. We just drove to Kansas City. You have great, man. Good for you. It's because we've done it so much their whole lives. (laughs) Yeah. So if you have great road trip kids, maybe that's fun. Rent a camper van and knock yourself out. Go crazy. Camper van? I want to rent that in America. You can rent camper vans everywhere. And that, my friend, if you want to go 
low budget, you're getting the rental car in the hotel room in one. Yep. And you can stop anywhere you want almost. Um, almost. <laughs> in New Zealand, there's like free camp, like open camping. Oh, it doesn't have to be like an actual place. Um, so print off Google Maps beforehand if you're not. New Zealand sounds perfect. New Zealand is perfect. New Zealand is sponsoring this episode. Brought to you by I wish. New Zealand if Tourism. If any department of like tourism uh, for countries that want to hire Jonathan and I and Katie to do photos, please call us. We'll have 12 kids with us. <laughs> but really, call us. We'll have five, four. We'll have four. It's fine. Five. Five-ish. Um... I'm not pregnant. That was an, that was an impregnant <laughs> that was joke. There are amazing. five children, five human beings between us. Um, okay, Google Maps beforehand, especially if you're not getting a cell phone uh, data plan. And then I would spend, if you're wanting to do like a hop around self-drive tour style, a minimum of two or three nights per place is what I would say. We've done two nights, but if you're driving somewhere, it's basically the transition is one day. And if you're staying one night, then you're basically waking up and transitioning into another place the next day. No. So you need at least two nights. So you at least have a full 24 hours in one location to do the thing. So you're driving, spend the night, wake up, can do a thing, an activity, spend the night, and then you're transitioning the next day. So I wouldn't do a full trip of those either. Like two nights, two nights, two nights, two nights. I would stay three or four nights a few places. Um... You know, sometimes you just want to see a lot, and it's hard to not do that. But anytime we've done it, we're like, woo, that felt like almost too much. Uh, make a folder. It's fun, I promise. I make folders. You make a folder, and you keep printed itineraries of your flight, your rental car. Print them all out, even if they're on your phone, because there's nothing like having a bunch of bags and being sweaty and trying to connect your phone to some email to find your itinerary number, and you can never find it. It's always slow wherever you're trying to find it. Print them all out. Keep them in your bag if you lose your phone or who knows what. You have it all there. Um, and then I, even if there was activities I didn't purchase but I wanted to do, I would print off the info. And then it's like brochures. And then I'd like look through like, what do we want to do next place? Let's book it. Um, and then you can kind of put your receipts and your little brochures and anything that you get kind of in there while you're going. Or if there's like a ticket for something that you need. It becomes like your scrapbook. It's like a scrapbook. Of stuff that you printed and things you could save from the trip, I guess. Um, mm. Can I tell you something else that went in my folder? Please, please. What was in your folder? Well, so before I left, so we did a week in. Um, yeah, feel free to jump in. You've also traveled. A week in London, a week in Paris all at once. So we were gone for two weeks. Um, and so I printed out the two weeks on a calendar grid <gasps> and I put the flights there. So that mm-hmm. was the only thing printed on the calendar just so I could kind of visualize it. But then each day, I little, just did a little tiny journal of what we did in that block. And I still have it. I have the little calendar. Well, that would have been nice. And I was like, that's perfect because it wasn't overwhelming. But like by the time you get to day 14, you're like, what are we doing? Like the we first saw Tuesday. Stuff. We just saw yeah. much stuff. That's really... Okay, so I wish I would have done that like mm, 20 countries ago. Like 20 countries ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I journaled. I even remember when I was in college and we went to like China and Germany and I remember thinking like I'm gonna journal and I'm always gonna remember this and I think I did like a day I know, and I don't even remember to, where they it's, are it's overwhelming to be like I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna write journal what feels happened but it's just those little bullet points that's you're like, so good takes you back <sighs> you would I wish I knew you in college oh wait we'll get to that <laughs> that's gonna be the 100th episode okay okay <laughs> um so the where to stay hotel versus Airbnb pros and cons hotel's nice you can order room service usually um, certain Man, high roller. Certain countries. Well, I was gonna say sometimes you're staying in a hotel and they're not. It's just like a hotel motel type, smaller whatever. Um, what I love about Airbnbs. So sometimes it's a hassle and the host is weird and you can't talk to them and like it's not what you thought it'd be. Mm-hmm. I've been there, but most of the ones we've stayed in have been great. I love that you have a kitchen. So if you're going mm-hmm. on a three week trip, right, you're gonna want to cook some from home. So you can go to a grocery store. That's the thing. Overseas is not scary. They have food in grocery stores. (laughs) Just like here. There's not a Walmart on every street. But there will be somewhere that you can buy stuff. If your bag gets lost, you can get underwear. Whatever. Um, And buy groceries. And, you know, sometimes it's a lot of spaghetti and pizza or whatever if I don't know what to get. But there's always stuff you can get. And then eat home. Eat at home. At least get stuff for breakfast and snacks. Late night snacks and whatever. And that saves a lot of money, too. That's why I like... Airbnb, because you get a kitchen. Um, look up reviews. Yeah. 
and don't risk it. Oh <laughs> don't stay somewhere without hours reviews. How many my life has been wasted <sighs> on reviews? Reviews. I read all of them. <laughs> Ours or... Like if I'm going no. somewhere. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, first of all, I do read all of our reviews. Thanks, reviewers. Please, Thanks, if reviewers. you'd like to leave a review, uh-huh. iTunes. <laughs> but really, though, read the reviews of the place you're thinking about staying. And if they have one crazy person, everyone always has like someone that had way too much negative time on their hands <laughs> and energy. And That's they specific. did a complete <laughs> dissertation on your place that they stayed for 30 minutes before they left. Um, but, so like, if they had one person, as long as it's not like, they murdered me. But if they have one bad review, and <laughs> I wrote this as I was dying. Um, but if they if they have multiple that are like the same thing, like I arrived and there were no keys and I couldn't get a hold of them, and someone else is like, I arrived and there were no keys and I couldn't get a hold of it, and then you're like, okay, well maybe this is a pattern of like flakiness. Um, so I would suggest though staying, you know, opening maybe staying at a hotel if you're in a big city. And then doing the Airbnbs, there's a lot of places you can do like farm stay or there's home away or vacation rental by owner. We stayed at, I think it was home away in Austria, which is a random place. But a lot of times it's um, people who do that and like, like in Austria, they had their own like business where they rented out these cabins and they're just not marketing to the U.S. through their random business in Austria. Right. So they do home away and then I found it. Right. And I just Googled, like, secluded cabin in Austria and, like, found it. No murder, please. No murders allowed. <laughs> and there was a sauna, but I was pregnant. So, you know. Yeah. Um, it was great. Uh, email us if you want to know if you're in, in Austria. It was, it was close enough to drive to Salzburg for a day. And I will say it was our favorite. And I'll send you the link. Um, anyway. Okay. So that's it. I was, I'm reminiscing. This is a bad. Um, oh, I will also say... If you're trying to do it low budget and you're staying at like inexpensive places, that's fine. But if you're going especially with your husband on like an anniversary thing or whatever, if you're with like a group of college kids, then you can stay at like hostels and whatever, just strengthen numbers. Um, But if you're like with your husband, splurge and stay at somewhere really nice for like two or three nights. So maybe it's like if you're there for two weeks... You stay in, like, cheaper places, cheaper places, but maybe there's, like, one place where you're like, no, we're going to get the room with the view in this place, mm-hmm. and we're going to stay in the nicest one that they have, and we're going to spend $250 a night or something mm-hmm. um, for, like, one place. And then instead of splurging every night, you maybe take a longer trip and stay somewhere less expensive most of the nights and then higher-priced one one place. They're staying for a few nights. Um, language and currency issues. Most places have someone who speak English for English speaking people that are listening. The key is to try. This is what I say. Yes. Um, and don't be that tourist and, apolo- and <laughs> apologize to them if they don't know English because they are not responsible right. <laughs> to know your language. You're visiting their country. Um, I like, if you think about it, it would be like someone coming here and coming into your business and being annoyed with you for not knowing their whatever language. And you'd be like, what? I'm sorry. You chose to come here and like, I'm in the wrong because I don't speak your language. But for some reason, and I think it's because so many people speak English that sometimes people, Americans get annoyed or whatever. People who speak English will get annoyed if... People don't know their language. So I'm always very, I try. You don't deserve to travel. and Give me your money. Give me your money. Yeah. So I, I try. And there was one time where I knew nothing, but I had my like dorky, first of all, they're apps. I don't know what they are, but I will link them. I'll figure out what they are. Um, that you can hold over a menu and it translates live. What is it called? I think it's Google Translator. Google Translator. That's yeah, it. It's That's amazing. You hold it over. So, like, you can hold it over the menu. So, that way, I am at least know what to point at if I'm, like, in France and there's right. nothing on the menu in English. Well, again, should they have to make a whole menu in English? No. I'm in France. So, having tools like that that at least show you're trying, even if the person has to say, this is the fish, or whatever. Um, it's just kind. Bonjour, bonjour. Bonjour. Um, uh, um, um, Comment allez-vous? Um, parlez-vous anglais, <laughs> s'il vous plaît? I know. Uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, English. I speak oh, English. Okay. I was test. I wanted to make you sweat. 
<laughs> um, so anyway, most places also accept dollars, but if you're paying with a card, um, you don't necessarily have to have their currency if you're country hopping. Like if you're hitting like four countries, you're in Europe and you're like hopping around between mm-hmm. four countries. Um, but I will say you can usually at the hotel or place you're staying, unless it's in an Airbnb, can't do this. That's another positive for hotels. Um, they can do your currency at the front desk or like an ATM, stop at an ATM and get out money. They're going to charge you because you're in a random place, but it's still a way to do it. Um, Our credit card, where we accrue miles, can be used internationally. Oh, that's nice. But always call and tell your credit card company. We're going to be traveling internationally. Don't freeze our credit card. I called while my husband was in Africa, and she said, it took me 25 minutes to get this response. You do not have to call because of the microchip now. It's, like, foolproof. We're good. And I was like, okay. Mm, thanks. <laughs> I think it has, like, GPS well, in it. See? There you go. And we were really slow on that. When we went to New Zealand, actually, I think, everyone was chipping. And we were like, what? I'm sorry. What even is this? And she's yeah. like, your card has one. I was like, what? oh, I'm sorry. I don't even know what this is. So America was like slow on that. Um, yes, very Target good. was pretty fast though. Yeah, Target was fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so cheap trips. I kind of talked about my cheap trips, but basically like you don't have to break the bank to travel internationally. If you use frequent flyer miles or you splurge on a flight, find somewhere that's easy to go. And then what are your tips for cheap travel. So I can't even believe that we did it. So our thing was <laughs> we both are crazy baby wanters. Uh, spoiler, we have four kids. <laughs> you and so after we got married, we were like, we don't want to be those people who like get pregnant like right away. We want to like have some time. So we need like something to look forward to that isn't just like when is Babies. the soonest we can have yeah. kids. So we we're like, I was like, I really want to go to Paris. And he's like, I really want to go to London, which I wanted to go to London too. But I was an art major and he was an English major. Right. That makes sense. So it makes sense. And, uh, my, like my heart of hearts wanted to go to the Louvre. He wanted to go to the globe, the, um, to see where Shakespeare, cause he taught Shakespeare. He was an English teacher. So anyway, I looked it up and I'm like, it's every day I check it. And it's like about $1,600 a ticket, like uh-huh. for airfare. Like that's like across the board per person and I would refresh and I would refresh and I would refresh and then like I don't even know why I checked that day it was the weirdest thing ever and I don't know if it was a glitch I still don't understand how it happened but like I put in this particular date I was super flexible on dates refresh and the ticket was $750 you're like for one and for I was one? Like, what is happening and so I called Jared because we weren't even sure yet like when mm-hmm. or what I was like can I do I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen again and I like, I kept that tab open, but I like opened a new tab to, and like brought well, it up again wanna, just to make sure like, like mess and it, it was, it was solid. It was like in there. And so I've somehow got us over there for 1500 bucks, which doesn't That's amazing. happen. That was round trip flying into um, London and out of London. Um, so then we found $99 hotel and we didn't change hotels. So we stayed in this exact same hotel in um, Paris and the exact same hotel in London. And my budget was $99 and our only stipulation was we wanted we didn't want a community bathroom. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I just read okay. all the reviews in the world and they weren't the nicest. Like, I mean, they were like the Fine. European equivalent of a chain here. Yeah. Like I didn't yeah. recognize them. Like a holiday in type. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so one of the things, one of the ways we saved money was by picnicking. Mm. So we would basically, we were like, we want one knockdown drag out, Paris meal one Fancy night sequence like everything dinner like where we just whatever the waiter recommends we're like yep let's do that brulee, let's uh-huh. those. the wine the cafe the cafe the coffee um, <laughs> you're so cultural <laughs> I was like trying to remember what I was the trying cafe. to say um un cafe por favor wait that's two languages um <laughs> and uh the rest of the time we picnic so we would pick a landmark and then we would go buy like the corner grocery, which they're so picnic friendly there. It's like you can just grab a sandwich out of the. It literally, cooler. it's like a movie where you're like, I'm just gonna buy a baguette of bread. Yes. Here oh, the Paris, it's like sandwiches bread. on every street corner. There's these huge baguettes that are like fresh, and then you get your grapes and yeah. And um, our generic hotel was one block from the Eiffel Tower, so literally every <laughs> single night we went and picnicked on the lawn of the Eiffel Tower, and that was my favorite time ever. Um, anyway, and then. Uh, London, same thing. Picnicked a lot. Had one knockdown drug up dinner that was, that was amazing. Always <laughs> you had, think you're going to say bite? 
fight sidewalk sidewalk fight with a sandwich newsflash Um, i won (laughs) and then uh so that saved a lot of money because you know it's yeah food's like 150 a day if you're going to a restaurant every single a ton of money and then the other thing we did is we brought which there was no app back then i like i had an iphone and he did it and iphone was like (laughs) horrible gps like you had to follow the blue dot like which way am i going and Uh um and only if we like went into like a place that had wi-fi but um I brought along Rick Steves walking guides and we did all of them. He's the way that we found the place with no cars in Switzerland. Oh, no way. Yeah. So we literally would take like, we'd go to Montmartre and take the walking tour and it'd be like, look up the third floor is Picasso's apartment and there's no even sign. You're like, Rick, Picasso. I don't know. How would we have known? Thanks Rick. What if you found out um, they're all not true? All of them are true. I actually, I think we <laughs> had this cute. ongoing joke at the mystery hour where we were like, we just went like a fake walking history <laughs> tour Springfield. of Springfield where we just make this up everything. This is where um, Abraham Lincoln was shot. Because people don't really care if it's true. They just want to go home. Mm. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, just like if it's the real David or whatever you said, you saw. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, so that saved a lot of money cause that's all free. Right. And then we just kind of prioritized like what's worth it. And then in each place we did one tour. So one tour that actually was like a tour bus that took us out. Like we went and saw Stonehenge mm-hmm. and Windsor Castle and <gasps> Bath and then we went to the beaches of Normandy and it was the anniversary of D-Day. <sighs> 65th anniversary. Oh my um, goodness. Anyway, so those were like two. No, I'm jealous of your travels. Two walking tours, but I just... I did so much research. But yeah, you don't have to spend. I think that you just think, and then once I get over there, I'm just going to spend so much more money. But you can no. you can have a budget and stick to it. I think like we did the entire trip for like $3,000. Yeah. Two weeks. And that's two, two weeks. Two entire weeks. Two weeks in London and France for $3,000. Yeah. Which now looking back, I'm like. And if you would have used, we a had no kids. Card, why wouldn't you just <laughs> go? If you used uh, a credit card and got your flights free, it would have been fifteen hundred. Yeah. So then next time we went to international travel, we used our points. It didn't pay anything. But um, and you stayed with a friend, right? And we stayed with a friend, so that was Which the cheapest like, bing, bing, bing. thing ever. And she planned all of our things, and she spoke fluent Spanish. It was the best trip uh, ever. <laughs> it was like the most relaxing. We're like, where are we going now? Perfect. Nothing like being with a, like a local. Yes, like exactly. National. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. She's like, don't do that. Do this. We're like, awesome. I hate making decisions. Right? This is perfect. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, it was great, and it wasn't that expensive. And we obviously prioritized like the things we had to absolutely do. There was a lot of things that people were like. You saw Buckingham Palace, right? And we were like, we didn't, and we didn't want to. Like, no offense, it just wasn't like we saw the outside of it, right? You know, we take me to Downton Abbey. I mean, let's be honest, <laughs> that didn't exist yet. That show, <sighs> you missed an opportunity. Uh, no, I'll go back in time. Should have bought it before and then rented it out for the show. Good call. Okay, I think it's been in the family for hundreds of years, but you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good tip. Thanks. <laughs> that's a good budget tip. That's tip. good. Just buy Downton Abbey. Budget tip. Yep. Um, any other tips or tricks? Campervan um, was my main one. I don't have Airbnb any with kitchens. Regrets, I'll say. It was really fun. That's the thing, too. You feel like you can't afford... It's kind of like having a kid where you're like, can I afford this? And then you go and you're like, I'll make it work. I have to. <laughs> like, right? Like, who cares about... Like, right. I've never been like, oh, I wish we could have had that $2,500 back mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, however much you spent... And I think that I'm not encouraging people to make unwise choices with their money, but I'm saying if you're spending the 2500 on getting your nails done and, like, frivolous mm-hmm. things, that you could just allocate the money that you're spending to something like this. I feel like these are memories that you're making, like, you'll have for a lifetime. And I would say, too, like, it took us, um, I think, four years to accrue the airline points to go to Spain. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, I mean, Shaylee's been to a weird amount, but a lot of that was work. <laughs> yeah. It's not like we're saying like, it's our annual European vacation for two weeks. No. Like, these are mm-hmm. very like, it took a lot of planning. It took a lot of prepping. And we're, I guess we're just saying like, even though we put all that time and anticipation into it, it was worth it. Yes. Yeah. And, and so I will say we've been married nine and a half years. We've gone on two like blowout, awesome two and a half, three and a half week trips the Italy trip was the refueling tag along to a work trip mm-hmm. that was just refueling. And we had clients that we would book airfare for and then they would reimburse us. So we would book airfare right. on a credit card we were getting miles and then they would reimburse us and we would pay it off. Mm-hmm. So that was like double, 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 double. Um, 
but we've only been on two to three big ones like that Mm -hmm. that are whatever. So just work towards it. Yeah. If if that's something that sounds fun for you, which if you're listening, it probably does. Otherwise, you wouldn't have clicked on Otherwise, this. Otherwise, you made a weird choice. You made a weird choice. You made a weird choice. <laughs> you came into an English speaking country and you're and demanding I know Mandarin. To speak. Yeah, we don't. We never said we could. Um, you signed up for this. You can you listen to the cloth diaper episode. What's <laughs> what? wrong with you? Who are you? Who are we? Um, okay, so tips and takeaways. Where am I? One. Who am I? Uh, one. Don't overthink it. Maybe that's all I mean, this was. Was really, one big overthink. Don't overthink it, But though. also follow all these tips But follow all closely. these tips to think through it. Um, no, but no, don't overthink the choice to go. Oh, okay. So don't be scared of going overseas because you're like, uh, I can't. So make the decision to do it, and it may be another country without a Walmart in every corner, but you'll survive. And the different cultures have the fun. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We bought gas station spaghetti noodle stuff. I love it. I don't even know what it was. It's probably SpaghettiOs. Um, make sure your passport is up to date. Oh, yeah. So some countries, even if it expires within six months, they won't let you come in because if something happened, your passport would be expired and you'd be stuck there. Like if there's like you, I don't know, mm-hmm. like got caught somewhere for 72 oh, hours gosh. or whatever. I don't know. Um, just in case something happened. Um, call the credit card companies in case you have the chip and don't need them anymore, but I do because I'm an overachiever. Um, and make sure they don't have like a foreign transaction fee or what banks you can go to for free to get money if you want. Um, and if you're at a restaurant, this is a little tip and they don't make them convert it into dollars. Just figure out what the rate is and tabulate it on your own. Cause if they convert it, the exchange rate could be different and you're usually paying more. Hmm. So just let it be in Swiss francs or whatever. Hmm. Um, cell phone data, call and either apply a roaming plan or make sure that you leave a voicemail saying, I'm going to be out of the country Mm -hmm. for the next two weeks if you're not scared about burglars or whatever. Um, and set it up and then keep your data off the whole time and basically just turn it, it turns into Wi-Fi, basically like a big computer Mm -hmm. or a little tiny computer. (laughs) Um, and then bring your medicine. Mm -hmm. Assume you're going to have some sort of like. Sinus infection. Just plan for it. I got sick the first day in Paris and right? had to pantomime my symptoms to a <laughs> local pharmacy. And I was like, I, wonderful day. I had to tell, uh, I had a urinary tract infection in Mexico and I had to describe it. Oh no. To the non-English speaking, not her fault, uh, lady at the, at the front desk. And I just kept going, my bladder. And then she'd say something else like, it burns when I pee. <laughs> I'm like, burning when I pee. When I pee, it burns. It was like a 15-minute conversation. And finally, I was like, it burns when I pee. <laughs> and then she was like, oh. So she wrote something in Spanish. I gave it to a pharmacist who only spoke Spanish. They gave me something. Labeled directions in Only in Spanish. And I, and I it. took it. <laughs> I took it. And then I went to the bathroom. And I was like, my pee's orange. We're good. It's, it's this stuff, right? Yeah, I, I lived. Um, <laughs> so all of that to say... Um, Plan for it, but even if you brought no medicine, your luggage was lost, you had no plans, you're still in another culture, take a deep breath and enjoy the ride. Everything's not going to go as planned. So like, if you get stuck in the, the line to get into like a neighboring country or whatever, unless you're almost out of gas, don't do that. We made that mistake. Um, but it's not stressful because you're just like, whatever, roll the windows down and play music, listen to a podcast. We listen to the whole serial episodes or whatever so just like enjoy it and realize like there's nice people everywhere and you're gonna be okay don't be a moron and get in trouble you know like whatever be a nice normal person Mm -hmm. and there's fun food things you can get clothes if you lose your whole bag there's i don't know it's just all the reasons that people have for not doing it i feel like don't worry about it that's Mm -hmm. not i don't know that's not a big deal so do it i like it go go on a trip our segment tonight Mm-hmm. It's called Country Bee. It's not a spelling bee. It's Country Bee. A Country Bee. Shayla, can you name all the countries you've been to? Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, Best as you can. Okay. If I don't get them all, I'm okay. You're okay. I think it's like 18. Okay. Um, no, thank you. Just name it. Go. Uh, Mexico, Germany, Boston. Poland, Czech Republic, China, Ethiopia, Uganda, Whoa. Egypt, the Republic of Georgia, Estonia, Ukraine, Switzerland. Italy, France, Austria, New Zealand, Jamaica, and Grand Cayman Islands. Oh my gosh. Wow. Ish. 
United States. I'm impressed. Sorry, Canada. I've been so close. I was in Detroit and I almost did it. I, I just, we just wanted to drive up just to be like, Canada! I got a, we collect coffee cups from countries and places that we've been. And I got one from Greece because the coffee cup was so cute and it had olives on it, but it's cheating. It doesn't really count. We haven't been there. Because you're in the airport? We were just in the Greece airport. <laughs> but I got it. Shaylee and Katie, the podcast was recorded in Springfield, Missouri. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love hearing from you on Instagram, emails, and especially iTunes reviews. Reviews help others hear about the podcast and we read every single one. We also really appreciate you guys who share the podcast with your friends on social media. If you want to reach out, you can contact us at shayleeandkatie at gmail.com or you can find us at shayleeandkatie.com. We couldn't do it without you and we love you.